Have you ever felt the burden of having to provide for other people? This is Thursday, February 29th. I remember after Sandy and I brought our first child home from the hospital, there was this new feeling of responsibility. We're responsible for taking care of another human being, for providing for her and for the support of her. Now, this is a common feeling for parents or for anyone with dependents. This is also a feeling that business leaders and owners can feel. The business provides jobs and salaries for employees. So what will happen to those employees and their families if the business does not succeed, if it does not prosper? Now this week we are looking at the miracle of Jesus multiplying the fish and the loaves. It's a miracle of God's provision. Now this is not the first such miracle of God. Here's our text for today, Numbers chapter 11, verse 21 to 23. But Moses said, Here I am among 600,000 men on foot, and you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. Would they have enough if flocks and herds were slaughtered for them? Would they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them? The Lord answered Moses, Is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I say will come true for you. I remember when I was in college, the students started demonstrations on campus showing their disapproval to the college administration. No, they were not demonstrating against war or some other national policy. You may wonder what provoked the students' ire. The food service had changed on campus, and the students did not like the new provider. It was an ugly affair, with students leaving nasty messages all across campus, some of them written with spoiled food. Now Moses encountered something like that when he had been in the wilderness with the people of Israel for some time. The Lord had faithfully provided the people manna during this time. What was manna? The word manna means something like, what is it? And that must have been the question when they first saw it. It was an unusual food that could be used in a variety of ways. It was slightly sweet, slightly salty, and had the nutrition needed to feed the people. Here's the description of manna from the chap- this chapter of Scripture. The manna was like coriander seed and looked like resin. The people went around gathering it and then ground it in a hand mill or crushed it in a mortar. They cooked it in a pot or made it into loaves. And it tasted like something made with olive oil. When the dew settled on the camp at night, the manna also came down. That's Numbers 11, verse 7 to 9. Now, though the manna had all the nutrition they needed, and though the supply was provided by the Lord daily and there was plenty of it, there was an immense problem. It was the only regular food they had. There was no variety. Like the folks at my college, Israel began to protest the food plan. Here's what they were saying. If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we had in Egypt and at no cost. Also the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our appetite We never see anything but this manna. Now for Moses, this was intolerable 
because he felt like he had to do something about it. But what could he do? So while the people were wailing and complaining, while he was taking the heat for the problem, his hands were tied. As he looked at the problem, he could not see how even the Lord could resolve this one. 600,000 men, not even counting the women and children? He knew that feeding so many people for a single day was out of the question. No way, no how. So what did Moses do? He complained to God. In a sense, he also challenged God. How could it be possible to feed so many people out in the middle of nowhere? If you've been to a desert, you know how empty place such places are and how impossible such needs would be to meet. Moses said that catching a sea full of fish wouldn't feed that many people. As we learned on Sunday, God loves impossible situations because, well, it's here people can see his glory. The Lord asked Moses, is my arm too short? In other words, do you think I can't pull this off? And here is what happened. Now wind went out from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. It scattered them up to two cubits deep all around the camp, as far as a day's walk in any direction. All that day and night, all the next day, the people went out and gathered quail. No one gathered less than ten homers. That's Numbers eleven thirty-one to 32. And the people found themselves three feet deep in quail that the Lord blew in with a change in the wind. The people ate meat. Actually, they ate it until they were sick of eating it. The message was simple. God is able to provide, even in the places where it may seem impossible. It is this that we rest in each day, the reminder that God cares for us and will provide for us what we need. Now, those students on campus finally got what they asked for, a new food service. Were they satisfied? Well, not entirely and not for long. And neither was Israel in the wilderness. But they learned to trust the Lord and to rely on his provision. They learned that nothing is impossible with God. And this is something we must remember every day. First, that we might bring the impossible to him and that we might learn to rely on him and trust him. Let's pray. God, we are experts at complaining. Thank you that you do not turn us away, that you, but that you show us your grace day after day. Help us to trust in you and your ways. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.